SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Burkhart Worley and welcome to Pop Talk, the show where you never know what topics might pop up. This show is sponsored by Prestige Development Properties, LLC. Well, today we're going to do something a little bit different, but before we tell you about the subject, I want to introduce our Pop Talk co-host. To my immediate right is Michelle Burton. Michelle, you know, and then to my far right is a new co-host, Renee Rollins, and she's also a new member of our Pearls of Promise team. Hey, everybody. Glad to be here. I'm so glad you're here, Renee. And Renee is a very gifted songwriter and worship leader, and hopefully on this show, at some point, you're going to hear her sing. She has a, a voice like a beautiful bird. It's just amazing. Uh -huh. She's very gifted. So, um, as I said, today's a little bit different, and because I know this person very well who's going to be the guest, Michelle is going to handle the introduction. Michelle? Yes, that is because it is you. <laughs> we right. are so blessed and honored to be able to have you actually on this show. So I really appreciate it. Um, I feel like uh, Lisa has a story that really needs to be told. Uh, Lisa is the founder of Pearls of Promise Ministries and the executive producer and co-host of this program, Pop Talk. She's also a 10-time award-winning author of 10 books, and she and I both currently are working on a Doctor of Ministry degree at the King's University. But we want to talk about with you today, Lisa, is the amazing story of how God has brought you back to your Jewish roots and about how you have now produced two documentaries on to fight anti-Semitism, and one is about to be released. And so we want everyone to know all about it. So, Lisa, can you tell us the story of how God supernaturally called you back to your Jewish roots? Yes, I can. It's an amazing story. Uh, my father was Jewish, but he died two months before I was born. He was a physician. He was a polo player. He had a massive heart attack on the polo field and right in front of my mom's eyes. And, and mm. my mom never really recovered from that. He passed away, and I never knew him. So uh, this was two months before I actually came into the world. Oh. And, but I always knew I was Jewish. My grandmother called me her little Jew baby. I, I didn't understand <laughs> why she was doing that. But then uh, God kept Jewish things in front of me. In fact, after I got married, our neighbors were Jewish. I got invited to their seders and to their boys' bar mitzvahs. And, wow. and then I made a very close friend uh, down in San Antonio, Texas, who's Jewish. And she and I were just like sisters. And I just couldn't explain it except for the fact that maybe there was something to this Jewishness. One day I was uh, in Dallas and I was on the highway driving and, and something just overcame me and I, and I just prayed that God would provide an opportunity for me to go to Israel. I'd never been and I just, just desired, there's something in my heart that wanted to go to the land. Mm. And so I prayed for this opportunity and I didn't think it was possible because we'd already gone on an international trip, spent some money, you know, there, I didn't think there were any funds for a trip to Israel the same year. Uh, but the following week, I went and heard a, a Messianic Jewish rabbi give his testimony. And he had uh, found the Lord in San Antonio, Texas, wow. mm -hmm. right? That's where I'm from, right? Yeah. 
And then, of course, he's, he's, he's a believer now. And so I said afterwards, I, his name's Rabbi Marty. And I said, Rabbi Marty, I think it's incredible that, you know, you, you found the Messiah. And I said, it's also pretty neat that you, you got saved in San Antonio, Texas, my hometown. And then he said, <laughs> yeah, when's the last time you've been to Israel? And I said, I've never been to Israel. And he said, how would you like to go with me and a group of pastors for half price oh, to Israel? Wow. That is so and I had, remember, I just prayed the yep. week before. So he provided this opportunity. And then before I went, a prophetic woman, uh, a friend of mine, she said, Lisa, the host has invited you to Israel and he has a message for you there. And I said, the host? Are you Adonai Savayot, that host? And she goes, <laughs> Yes. And so when I went to Israel, I was looking for this message. I, 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 the first place we went was Ariel, Israel, and they had a lit up olive tree. And I thought, does this have something to do with the olive tree? I didn't know. So, so for the first couple of days, there was no message. But then I went to this shop called Shorashim in the Jewish Quarter. It's, it's run by a man named Moshe Abraham Kempinski. He's written a ton of books. He, he believes this is one of his books. He believes in um, creating better relations between Jews and Gentiles. Wow. And he sat us down. He, I remember lo him locking the door. He sat us down. And he began to tell a story about the olive tree. Of course, ding, 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 olive tree, lit up olive tree. You know, wow. is this for me? Yeah. It was like God said, pay attention to this. And so he told us the story about the olive tree. The leaves of the olive tree represent God's protective covering over his people. But to get the fruit off the olive tree, you got to beat it. You got to thresh it. And that represents God's discipline in our lives. The trunk of the olive tree lives a long time. There's like one in the Garden of Gethsemane that has lived 1,400 years. Wow. But then everything just slowed down. And then he said this. He said, the roots of the olive tree never die. And then I heard the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit said, Lisa, your Jewish father died, but your Jewish roots never died. Wow. It gives me chills. I got a chill. <laughs> so what was my reaction? I got a chill. What am I supposed to do with that? A very <laughs> Jewish kind of answer. Like, am I supposed to take Hebrew? Am I supposed to join a synagogue? I mean, what, I didn't know what this meant. Right. You knew it wasn't. My thought, because I was perplexed, I didn't know how to, and so it's been a journey, mm. led me to a church that uh, believes into the Jew first, and, yes. and gives the first tithe to the Jewish uh, ministry, and, and they have a, have a Jewish ministry, they have Shabbat services, and so it was like, okay, this is, there's something serious about this, and I've got to pay attention, and, and you know the rest of the story ended up in school uh, with you, uh, studying yeah. Messianic Jewish studies. Wow. And then what's so amazing is that you and Michelle just went to Israel. Right. And you went to that very shop in Shorashim, right? And visited with yes. the man who shared the story? Here is a very interesting uh, fact that I forgot to mention. Shorashim. I didn't know what it meant, what the name meant in Hebrew mm -hmm. or in English. Uh, it's Hebrew name. Uh, I found out years later that Shorashim means roots. God oh. took me to wow. a store named Roots to tell me my Jewish roots had not died. And so the man Whoa. that uh, told that story, Moshe Abraham uh, Kempinski, was there. You know, I drugged Michelle. I was like, I was going back to this place. You know, I was going to do it. it. It was hard as we, yeah, it, it wasn't was. on their agenda. <laughs> and so we, we got there. And I was so excited to introduce Michelle, her husband, my husband, 
um, this is where it all started, Lynn, our friend Lynn. You know, this is where it, where this whole thing, this journey started. And so he was there. He was so kind. I told him the, how much had happened. And the very cool thing, it was just a great reunion. And he has a great little shop. And he's, like I said, he's written all these books uh, to connect the Jewish people with with the Christians, you know, to try to, to, to narrow the divide. And um, what was, what was uh, super cool about this is that we're going back, I'm going back in March and uh, doing a documentary in Israel, and he is going to be on it. Oh, wow. So isn't that cool? That's fun? so cool. That. I mean, he's agreed to do it, so... That is God. Yeah, this is going to be a documentary. Talk about bridging the gap. It's going to be called Bridging the Gap in the Holy Land. Amen. And uh, we're going to have both traditional Jews and Messianic Jews on this. Maybe you can pack me. We're bridging the gap in the documentary, right? (laughs) Pack me in your suitcase. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, Lisa, what did you do with your revelation about your Jewish roots? Well, like I said, it was a slow process for two years. I did, okay, I did go to a Messianic synagogue, but it was just not the right place for me. I went a few times and it was like it took up Saturdays and we were going to church on Sundays and I, mm-hmm. it was like I still had a son at home and it was taking too much time. And then I did, I checked into Hebrew. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ever, could never find a class that uh, was going to work for me. Right. And so it took a few years until I ended up at you know, Gateway Church. I'm going to go ahead and say it. That's where I, we, 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 all three go to church. Amen. There. Gateway Great. Church. Um, yeah. It. And so uh, it was not until I went there that things started to move. Yeah. And so I, uh, I absolutely uh, started to get into the feasts and festivals. I began to study about it mm. and uh, I just, just ended up uh, going full, full force in it. And, and now if, with our Pearls of Promise ministry, we're actually getting into Messianic ministry exciting as well. Exciting, yes, Through this is. documentary and through a Facebook page called A Bridge of Love, A Bridge yes, of yeah. Love. Uh, look for that on Facebook and like it, will you? And we're just starting out, so yes. I'd love for you yeah. to do that. Yeah. So I was just sitting here thinking about that. So when you were, when you took the class and you actually got to... King's University. Right. And and that's where you started connecting with, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm at Gateway, and now I'm at King's, and I'm studying. But it was actually a class that you took on anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism And let right? me explain how I got yeah. to King's, because I need to do that. Because yeah. it was during Passover 2020, during the pandemic. Okay. And I was fasting from bread. I was just wanting to fast. You know, I'm really starting to observe the feasts and the festivals. And one mm-hmm. of the things you do is you fast from leavened bread. And, okay. and so I did. And so during that time, two things happened. Uh, A friend of mine, my Jewish friend who I talked about, who I'm very close to in San Antonio, she had a health scare. And so I'd I'd kind of shared my faith with her, but I, I, I thought the only way to really completely share my faith with her would be to write her a book you know just just with my story and with wow. uh, some apologetics with evidence of Yeshua in the Old Testament and you know so I just sat down during the pandemic what do you do during the pandemic you write a book and so I wrote this book for her she, it didn't wow. convince her but she cried when she got it mm. she knew how much I cared about her Holy Spirit moving but then the second thing that happened was this whole thing came up about school and I thought well should I I don't want to go back to school. I even when I went to get my master's, I thought this is it. I'm, I don't need to go anymore to school. But it was like I, I felt like I was being drawn to this school, and I knew they had um, Jewish classes. And 
I don't know. And I, t I thought someone would, would uh, talk me out of it. And so I asked my husband, who I knew would talk me out of it. And he said, <laughs> yeah. he, he said well, no, it sounds like, like a great idea. And I'm like, what? You know? And so, <laughs> talking you out of it. so he didn't talk me out of it. And so I did end up there. And, and because I had a lesser degree than a Master's of Divinity, I had a Master's of Theological Studies, I had to do what they call bridge work. But that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because wow. I took so many Messianic classes. And one of those that I yeah. had to take was anti-Semitism mm. with Dr. Jen Rosner, who's really well known in the Messianic mm -hmm. world. And so I took this class and I studied about anti-Semitism and I just had this, just this deep, you know, spirit about that. I, I just yeah. knew that I had, this was a calling on my life. I had to do something to fight it. And yes. it feels right now a little bit like an uphill battle because anti-Semitism oh. has increased. There were 2,717 incidents of assault, harassment, and vandalism uh, in 2021. It's a huge increase and it continues Gosh. to increase. We were in France and we did an anti-Semitism documentary there, Toulouse, France. And there in France, it's gone up so much. So many mm. people, many Jews are leaving France and going to Israel because it's gotten so bad. So anyway, I was, I was just reading about all this and I began to read books about anti-Semitism. And I saw videos of, of, of people being Gosh. harassed by uh, bullies. And so I just knew I had to do something about it. And so I, um, the class had a 10-minute video that we had to do, mm. right? Just a little 10-minute video on anti-Semitism. But video, well, that's what I do. And so and yeah. so I started, I was in my quiet time and and I was trying to focus on the word, but then I kept seeing the parts of this video. I, I, mm -hmm. I, it was like God just like laid it all out to me, all the parts of this anti-Semitism video. Wow. And I kept pushing off, like, I'm trying to read the Bible. I'm trying to read it. <laughs> and I kept pushing it <laughs> off. But then it hit me, maybe this is the Holy Spirit showing me how to put this together. Mm. That it wasn't 10 minutes. It was 28 minutes, and I was thinking about all of our television platforms. So I asked our um, professor, Dr. Rosner, I said, would you mind if I did a full-fledged 28-minute documentary instead of 10? She goes, go for it. And she nice. was in it. I got her to be in it. Wow, <laughs> you know, that's that was so good. cool. Got Dr. Greg Stone from Gateway, uh, who's in charge of Jewish ministries. He mm. was in it. And, and, and it was like the, the Lord gave me all the pieces to this documentary, which is called The Resurgence of Anti-Semitism in the United States. How do we get here and how do we stop it? Wow. And it's on our YouTube channel, so people can watch that now. The other one's not released yet, but people can watch that. And so mm -hmm. it, it, somebody prophesied over me and they said, Lisa, you're going to do another one. I'm like, oh, you know, this, is, <laughs> this took a lot of effort, right? And yeah. it always takes money. And I, I really dismissed it. But uh, then, um, then, I, then I had this, this dream, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Yes, I mean, yeah. I just love how, you know, God shows you that all of these, it's like a puzzle. All of these pieces are right. just fitting together so perfectly. Yes. You know, and that is something that is so hard to be able to see yeah. on our own. So, I mean, it's definitely divine. So it's so cool that he put all of that and you were able to put it all together. And, and not 10 minutes, but 28 minutes, which was, it, that's, it's fascinating. I've watched it. It is actually absolutely incredible. I know, it is. But since it then, you've created another documentary. <laughs> and that's a fascinating story about how God called you to this one. Can you share? Yeah, this was really very different and interesting and an out-of-the-box experience. I called it a walk-on-the-water kind of experience, more than any I've ever had before. So I had this dream 
about Toulouse, France. Now, let me just explain something. I've never been to Toulouse, France. I don't know anything about Toulouse, France. I, I don't, I've never seen pictures of Toulouse, France. But I had this very vivid dream, and I saw a river running um, through the city, and then I saw a bridge, a bridge uh, that, that went over the river. And so, and, and, my, and I will say, my husband and I were uh, in the dream, we're looking for the train station. And he thought it was one way, and I said, no, it's this way. And I'm never right on directions, <laughs> but on this case, I was right, because we tested it. Because he was in Toulouse, he goes, which way did you say the train station was? I said, I said it was this way. And he goes, you were right. And I, wow. I'm like, well, I was right for once on directions. <laughs> but um, so I, as soon as I had this dream, I looked up Toulouse, because you know, I'm like, what is right. this about? And I wanted to see if what I saw in the dream was what it really looked like. Wow. Sure enough, what I saw in the dream was exactly like uh, the pictures, the beautiful wow. pictures that I saw yes, in, I know um, uh, in, you know, when I Googled uh, Toulouse. And then I thought, well, okay, is there a Jewish population there? I, I Googled that. Yes, a very large Jewish population there. Wow. Then the third thing I Googled, I said, was there ever an anti-Semitism attack there? Mm -hmm. And sure enough, in 2012, a radical Islamist on a mo motorcycle uh, opened fire on a Jewish high school, killing three young children, elementary school kids that were waiting for their ride to the elementary, and uh, a, a teacher, a religious instructor. And I thought, what am I supposed to, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Wow. So I uh, emailed my professor. She's getting a lot of play <laughs> right. on this show today. I hope she gets to see it. But I emailed her, and I asked her if she knew anybody in Toulouse. And she said that she knew a nun that used to live in Toulouse who now lives in Jerusalem. Wow. And she goes, when you're ready, I'll give you her contact information. Yeah. So I waited a while because I'm thinking, I, you know, how am I, I don't know French. How am I going to get to Toulouse, France? You know, what, is, you know, what is this all about? I'm waiting for more signs. Right. And so I, uh, I went to an event for uh, Jewish believers that, that I was invited to and and um, it was at our school, and, and I was in there, and I, I didn't really want to go because I was tired, but I just thought something was pulling me. So I went to this event, and this is like later, and um, I thought it was nice. And, and then I left, and I see a nun at the door, and I went right up to her, and I said, are you Jewish? <laughs> and she said, yes. I said, oh, no. I said, where do you live? And she said, Jerusalem. And I said, did you ever live in Toulouse, France? Wow. And she said, Yes. What? I literally <laughs> I know. fell back I know 10 steps. People, I had some witnesses. And this one girl in our class, in our uh, cohort, she goes, Lisa, I'm glad I was here just to see that. Yes. Gosh. People have been hearing about this. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I, I was going to contact you. But, but God placed you right in front of me here in South Lake, Texas. Wow. And so that Monday I interviewed her. And uh, we talked for all morning. I took him breakfast. She was staying with some friends. And then she connected me with someone else in Toulouse who connected me who, with someone, another person named Ephraim Teitelbaum, very wonderful Jewish man, who mm. became our field yep. producer. And he opened doors to not only the, the Jewish high school, we've talked with an English teacher there. Wow. He opened doors to the elementary school where Gosh. those young children uh, went and were killed. To the, we spoke to the directors of that elementary school. We spoke to the deputy mayor who's Jewish. We spoke to the rabbi of the community. All of these doors flew open. And I just knew, I get emotional when I talk yeah. about this, 
But I knew this was God calling me. He'd heard the cries hey, of his people there. Man. They're not over yes. it. In fact, the second person that I was connected to, she goes, Lisa, it's still too, too tender for me. My kids were in that Gosh. school that day. She goes, I cannot talk about it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect you with someone else that can help you. Mm. And he did. He's like, I love Ephraim. You know, Ephraim just says everything that comes to mind. And, you know, he's kind of <laughs> gruff. But, but he was wonderful, so wonderful, and helped us so much. And so this, um, this documentary is called Terra in Toulouse Has the Community Healed? So what we do or in this documentary is, you know, we retell the story of this anti-Semitic attack and then after that, we talk about, well, what is it like now? What is the state of anti-Semitism in France now? Where does it stand? And unfortunately, it's really bad there in mm. France. They've had other attacks in France. Yeah. And so people are frightened. There's a lot of security. Mm -hmm. My husband was, you know, he, he was later to get to this one synagogue that we went to. And, and the guy was like, who are you? And what were you taking a picture of? And, you know, I mean, he, wow. there's a lot of heavy mm -hmm. security. The school has heavy security now. So it has wow. changed everything. Gosh. I just want to say, Lisa, that what the Lord has done in your life and how he has prophesied over you, I'm honored to be sitting here, to be a part of the team, to know that we are going to open the minds of people all over the world Amen. to what has happened in Toulouse and what is happening to God's people, yes. Jewish people. Well, I'm just going to tell you, I'm very excited to announce that the world premiere is coming up on February 21st. I was blessed to see the documentary. I really was, Lisa. I was blessed. Hey, I want to throw something in, too. We just found out today, and I, I told you guys, but I'll tell everybody, that Inspiration TV is, has, is going to take the documentary, and they, they reach hundreds of millions, I think. And so I'm just very excited that Thank we can get this you. documentary out to, to many people globally. But, Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord for Inspiration TV. Yes. We're, we're about to show you just a sneak preview so that you can get a, a feel of the documentary and what's coming. It's very exciting. Toulouse, France. Peaceful today, but the location of a brutal act of anti-Semitism over 10 years ago, when a radical Islamist gunned down three young children at a Jewish high school. It was the first time children were murdered in cold blood since the Holocaust. Has the community healed from this horrific crime against humanity? Lisa Burkhart Worley will speak to many of those affected in her new documentary, Terror in Toulouse. That is great. Just as a little sneak preview. Um, Lisa, what are your goals for this documentary, Terror in Toulouse? Well, obviously, we want to reach as many people as possible. I feel like part of our job as a ministry is to educate people about anti-Semitism. I yes. talked about that, a Bridge of Love Facebook page that we've started. And what we're doing there, we've just started it, but we're plopping things in that are pro-Israel, pro-Jewish, and we're putting programs like this eventually into that space so people can uh, uh, watch these things and just to understand what this is about. People, I don't think a lot of people understand how, how, uh, uh, how bad the situation is right now mm. with anti-Semitism and how it is increasing. Amen. What we're finding, and I know you've studied this, uh, Michelle, is uh, there's a lot of Christian nationalism. Uh, a lot of people love Israel, but they don't love the Jewish people. Right. right. And so <laughs> that's what we're finding. 
And so, and I actually, you know, saw some of this when I was in Israel. So, you know, we've got to do something. And, and I know that I'm a minority probably, but I feel like it's a call on my life. It's a call on our ministry's life Amen. now in addition to what we already do. Yes, absolutely. So I want to turn the tables. <laughs> um, we've just got a, oh, we got about four or five, four minutes left. But I want to turn the tables. You know, I'm more comfortable interviewing than I am being interviewed. But I know both of you have a heart for messianic ministry, both of you. Uh, Renee, you know, you are on the uh, Shabbat worship team at Gateway Church. Uh, I know you have a heart for the Jewish people. Michelle, you're studying messianic Jewish ministries. We have that in common. I don't know who wants to go first, maybe Michelle. But can you talk about your heart for the Jewish people and how you were called to that? Absolutely. My um, first experience with the Jewish people was um, back in 2004. I actually... Um, was at work and just happened to meet a young lady that I didn't know real, real well. And um, she just decided to go on a Christian trip over to Israel, oh, wow. which was the first time I had ever been out of the country. And it just happened I was able to, obviously it was ordained. God knew what he was doing and just, I was able to go on that trip. And ever since then, I mean, I think it was that foundation and the seed that he planted there which really just started to grow and to sprout. And it, it, it bloomed into, you know, going into a, a master's degree um, at Liberty University and being able to get my biblical language um, degree and then getting into, you know, just um, the Jewish, you know, the Jewish program here at uh, the King's University at Southlake. Mm -hmm. And I just, and now going to Gateway Church, all of these pieces, like we said, of the puzzle are all coming together. Mm -hmm. And it's because... God knew then that I had such a heart for the Jewish people, and I really want to be able to be that bridge between the, the Christians and the Jewish people to be able to yes. unite them. We have to have unity that comes together between right. both. Mm. So. And I do see us doing some kind of a documentary on that as well, yes. you and I together. I, yeah. I already have seen that, and so it will come. Yes. It will come. I'm prophesying <laughs> that right now. Renee, what about you? You know, one of the things that I want to share, um, I was thinking and praying a lot and asking the Lord, and I said, Lord, you've given me such a passion for the Jewish people. You've opened the door for me to sing at the Shabbat services, um, being able to do ministry with Pearls of Promise, this film that we're able to promote. And he said, it's about me. Hmm. It's about me. That's why you love them, because you love me. Because I said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. And there's a scripture in Romans that says this, Romans uh, eleven eighteen. It says, do not be arrogant toward the branches. If you are, remember, it is not you who support the root, <laughs> but the root that supports you. And so we honor the Jewish people and we honor the Lord when we do so. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And I know we just have a couple of minutes, but in light of this effort to bridge the gap between Jews and Gentiles, Pearls of Promise has started the Facebook page, A Bridge of Love. Can you tell us just a little bit real quick about that? Yeah, we put the bridge, the Toulouse Bridge on the page. It's so beautiful. Mm, I wanted yeah, to everybody to see the Toulouse Bridge. And, and so I feel like the reason why God gave me that bridge is because he's saying, Lisa, I want you to, to build a bridge. Yes. And I think he's got the same calling on your life, all of our lives. And so that's why it's there. And I'm just trying. I, actually, when we were in um, Israel, we, Michelle and I were both on the same trip. And, and we saw a bar mitzvah going on yes. near the temple. Very cool. And so awesome. I, I turned on my video. I, you know, I didn't 
didn't do that many videos, but that one I did. And so we dropped it into the Facebook page because that's the kind of stuff. We yeah. just want it to be random. And then, of course, we put things in there about the synagogue attack that happened in Jerusalem. We want mm. people to be aware. Pay Terrible. attention. We want people to pay attention. Amen. Well, thank yeah. you, Lisa. I am so glad that we could get the story out. And if anyone wants to reach out to Lisa here at Pearls of Promise, you can email us at info at pearlsofpromiseministries.com. We're also on Facebook at Pearls of Promise Ministries, as well as our new page, A Bridge of Love. You can follow us on Twitter at Pop Talk Media, and we're on Instagram at Pop underscore Ministries. And we want to thank our television platforms and our production team, Grace Point Media. For all your media needs, go to Grace Point Media. Thank you guys so much. You're great. And we want to thank our sponsor of today's show, Prestige Development Properties, LLC. If you have a project that needs a commercial developer, Prestige Development Properties is the place to go. You can email Prestige at Kerry, K-E-R-R-Y, at prestigedev.net. So that is Pop Talk for today. We're just ordinary girls. Who God turned into pearls. Have a wonderful week. Coming soon at the Central Park Performing Arts Center in Largo, Florida, the first annual Solwyn Women's Conference. Hear 20 plus inspiring speakers that will transform you, shift you into your divine path. Mark your calendars, ladies, June 21st to the 23rd. Three full days of fellowship, worship, encouragement, and supporting local female business owners. When your soul prospers, so will your health, your finances, and your relationships. I need a lot of time trying to figure it out. You're stronger than you think. God wants us to walk in freedom. He wants us to understand the blessing. It's time to be healed in your soul, know your true worth, and be all you were beautifully and wonderfully made to be. Purchase your tickets now for this life-changing event at www.soulwinconference.com. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.